Yo, yo, g'day mates, g'day ladies, welcome to another Guitar Wank Podcast. Here we are, number 80 on the pod scale, pod wank, guitar wank, whatever you want to call it, scale. Wow, 80 episodes, fantastic. Can't believe we're still here, can't believe we're still going. Thank you so much for joining us. I am your host, Troy McCubbin. Uh, welcome, thank you uh, for jumping in, wherever you are, whatever you're doing. Um, I just got back from Nashville, Tennessee. Had a fantastic time out there with uh, meeting everyone and seeing some amazing players. Big thanks to all the guitar wankers in Nashville, Tennessee, coming out and uh, catching up. I got to meet Michael. Uh, thanks, Michael, for taking me out, mate, and uh, showing me some great players, keep me in the loop. Fantastic. Really great pleasure meeting you in person. And Val, mate, it was such a pleasure. Really awesome meeting both you guys and... I really appreciate you both reaching out and uh, sharing some of the Nashville information with me. It was really cool. So I got to see some amazing guitar players. Todd Sharp, I went to see Todd Sharp play. And uh, just at the end of NAM, Nashville NAM it was. And man, his amplifiers, they sound so friggin' good. Really amazing, beautiful amps. And Todd's just a badass player. That guy can play. He is a serious cat. So, um, a lot of fun seeing Todd play, and uh, obviously got to see Brent Mason play, and a bunch of other amazing Nashville cats. Um, yeah, inspiring. You definitely want to come back and play more. So, uh, yeah, so thank you to Nashville and all the guitar wankers out there. We really, it was so cool to go to a place and put the feelers out and have all these fans reach out and want to show me new players and places to go and it was such an awesome awesome time awesome so now back in la la land and uh, i'm getting this podcast up for you guys now it's a little late i know but uh, we'll get it up um this one i wasn't sure if i was going to use it or not but it's the last part of the dweezil thing and it's really cool i listened to it and i was like ah oh, i got to post this. I think you guys will appreciate it. And um, it finishes off our session with Dweezil. It's it's the last part, so it's not a full episode, but we'll throw, we'll do some other stuff on the end of it. But, uh, yeah, so and sit back, enjoy that. Thank you again for everyone for the, the, uh, the donations. It's been fantastic. If you haven't made a donation and you feel compelled, go to the website um, or buy a mug buy a t-shirt uh, I know we're still going to get the bloody pics up there, i got to keep meaning to do that, I will talk to my website people to organise that namely me <laughs> I'll, I'll work it out fuck um, so we'll get them up there if you've just made some orders, they'll be getting out to you guys soon, there was a bunch of, it was a big orders sent out the last week or so so if you've been waiting for a little bit you should get them i know brett garsed got his uh his mug and his t-shirt brett i expect at least one picture mate with you ha- wearing your t-shirt and uh sporting the mug <laughs> send us one i'd love to post it and uh our pleasure um what else we got i think that's it uh, I was checking out some other really good podcasts. The only time I ever listen to podcasts is when I'm traveling or I can't sleep or, you know, I've got some mundane work to do and you just want something on the background. And besides Guitar Wank being so amazing and uh, besides my rants at the intros that you can fast forward some 
fan told me not long ago. <laughs> uh, Richard Marks has got a really cool one, and uh, the bastard got Steve Lukather because they're mates, I guess. But I did talk to Lukather afterwards, not to give him, like, hey, what are you, you going to that podcast, not coming to ours, when you said come to ours first. But he did explain, you know, Richard and him go way back, so they're really good mates. Which I understand. I wasn't giving him a hard time, but he did say that he got in a lot of trouble. Uh, apparently, his management and the band weren't happy with him going on the podcast and spilling the beans on a bunch of stuff. Where he uh, he needs to wait, I guess, for the book in 2020. Come on, Luke, get that book out. We want to uh, have you on the show. So anyway, so and uh, that's a great podcast, Rigid Marks, really cool one. Um, I've been listening to that a lot and. Uh, that's shit that's the only one I've been listening to yeah so anyway uh, there's more I oh what the fuck I always listen to what the fuck I like that one uh, WTF what the fuck with uh, Mark Marin so uh, maybe 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 won't you be true maybe um, those guys will give Guitar Wank a plug because they're obviously listening to every episode that we do so uh, yeah Probably not. Anyway, so Scott's out in the road. He's somewhere in Europe. I heard uh, through the grapevine that someone saw his show in, in I want to somewhere somewhere in the United Kingdom, and he just blew the doors off. He kicked major ass. Incredible night. Everyone was blown away. So so awesome to hear that uh, the young lads are out there fucking holding the flag up high, and uh, so that's really cool. Congrats, Scott. And Bruce is Bruce is just a fucking. He's just a working every day. He's got a gig or he's doing something. That guy just works nonstop. And um, yeah, Bruce is out there killing it as well. I believe he's in Washington at the moment. These bastards are all over the place. We're everywhere. So uh, so if you hear that they're coming to a town near you, I know Bruce is coming to uh, Texas soon. He's going Austin, San Antonio, and I think maybe Dallas. We'll check. We'll put it up on the website or up on Facebook or whatever. But also check uh, Bruce's website. But he's going to be playing with Wit. I think it's Wit Smith. Is it Wit Smith? Wit from uh, the High Plane Riffsters. And I play uh, pretty much a track of theirs every show now. I'd, I'd love it. It's just really cool music. So anyway, if you're in Texas, look out for Bruce. Uh, maybe if you reach out to Bruce and... You can organize a a red guitar event. Get him to do the red guitar out there. Put on a show. Um, He can do it anywhere. He can do it in your bloody living room. He can do it anywhere you want. He doesn't need anything. He can do it acoustically. He doesn't need a microphone. He can do it anywhere. So maybe you have a house and you want to have a house party. Maybe you want to do something different and cool. Excuse me. Um, And get Bruce Foreman over to do the red guitar. Get a bunch of guitar wankers together and make an event of it. And Bruce would love it and you guys would love it as well. So just throwing ideas out there for everyone to take it. Anyway, I need a drink of water. Um, Here we go. We're going to get into Dweezil and then we'll jump into something else. Thank you again for all the support. Keep them coming. To all our sponsors, John Sir, Sir Guitars and Amps, Exotic Pedals, Wire World Pro Audio Cables, uh, Riffmaster Pro, D Dario, Guitar Strings, and Jimmy Dunlop, and my Music Masterclass. Thank you for all your support. And AEA Ribbon Microphones and Sennheiser Microphones, you all are amazing. There you go. Uh, okay, so uh, Dweezil, uh, Scott, and Mr. Bruce Foreman, what have we got in store for the listeners 
this week. That's not going to change my love of the music, you know. And so yeah, if Dweezil, if people wanted to to help and get get behind what you're doing there mm -hmm. and, and that whole thing, because I did see some of that on Facebook and stuff. Yeah. How do they get involved? How do they help? It's Where called, do they go? Uh, you go to pledgemusic.com, right? And then you. Off. No. Sure. I'm just no, it's still it's moving. Just, it's it's still moving. Oh, okay. I just want to make sure it's yeah, still no, moving. We're still here. Sometimes yeah. it decides just yeah. to stop by itself, yeah. and then yeah. we say, "Troy, you know your your recording stopped about a half an hour ago," and he <laughs> yeah. goes, "Don't." That was yeah. So go ahead, continue. No, it's all good. So, so pledge. Yeah. So, yeah, you go to pledgemusic.com, and then you look up Dweezil Zappa and the Others of Intention, mm -hmm. which sounds like Mothers, Mothers of, of Invention, Invention of but it's Others, Others of Intention. Invention. Yep. And then uh, you can see what kind of items might appeal to you, and you can uh, buy a record or a T-shirt or or whatever, and that helps uh, uh, you know defend the name my father gave me. You know, it's like it's ridiculous to be put into position to have to. Uh, you know, Man, I can't even imagine. I, I I I mean, I can't. I can imagine them wanting a piece of your band playing your father's music. I mean, but they—they're not entitled to it. I know, but I, but I can imagine in their mind how how yeah. that. But I mean, to to say you can't use your name to do your projects does seem like that. I can't. That I can't crosses even, the I can't line. even. Yeah. I can't even close that loop. Yeah. You know, I yeah, can see. No, how, really I can see how like, hey, you're making money on Dad's music. Give us some. You know, I could see how somebody well, in that weird band they could the, say that. But the thing is, uh, so I started this in 2006, and my mom. Uh, it was called Zappa Plays Zappa, and she trademarked the name Zappa Plays Zappa without me knowing it. But the the public would have the perception that Zappa Plays Zappa is Dweezil Zappa Plays Frank Zappa. Right. But she trademarked it with the intention of anybody in the family could be that Zappa that plays Zappa. Okay, but yeah. nobody plays the music. You know? right. So there, then it becomes, now you have to pay a licensing fee to use the name Zappa Plays Zappa. And the uh, T-shirts that we're selling, I'm supposed to get, you know, my percentage of. She never paid me in 12 years, you know. So, I the, she, they were getting money, and the venues pay the the performing rights society fees for all the music. They were getting money for this. Sure. Yeah. Uh, and, but I wasn't getting what, and I'm the one doing all the work. You right. know, they didn't make an investment in any of it. They didn't pay for the bus or pay the salaries of the band or anything. So it was. Is yeah. a ridiculous situation. Oh, obvious, obviously. Yeah, I'm just totally saying. Ridiculous. I'm just saying. Back yeah. to my original point. Yeah. You know, like, well, if you got dad's music, you're making money on. I we should get a piece. I mean, I could see yeah. how, in some convoluted mind, you can come up with that. But the yeah. fact, like, they want you not to use your name with well, your they're, music, they're specifically is like trying to block real me. Right. <laughs> yeah, from being able to uh, anything that requires uh, 
an audience buying a ticket and with the name Zappa on it, they want to be able to block me or force me to have to pay oh, a licensing man. fee. Well, Dweezil, I know use. some guys that could just have them taken out. Yeah, man, it's just yeah. that's just gonna be so. They should be they should be proud of what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> just take them out, man. Oh, that's, some guys and to be going through, I I've, take them out. I've had to go through stuff with 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 my son and you yeah. know because I'm not in a relationship and yeah. And just that that road of fucking lawyers and yeah. that law shit, man. It just, it, it just, it's just heartbreaking, and it's just so much evil shit. Yeah, because they just rape you money wise. Well, oh, I yeah, just terrible. gotta say, fucking I assholes, just gotta man. say how impressed I am with you as a human being. You really don't oh, seem okay. you don't you don't seem at all. I mean, you seem so positive and so with all of the you stuff, know, with all I, that I shit that raining going, down yeah. on your head. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm really quite. I'm very impressed. Oh, I appreciate it. Thanks. I mean, I try to uh, make everything be, uh, you know, as I, I, I pretty much live like in the present, in the moment, you yeah. know. So I, I, you know, if some, if I have to go sideways, I'll go sideways. You right. Know? And but, you, you've so. got the mu- and you got the music. You yeah. Know. yeah. It's and really, it's really interesting because we heard you were a drug act and a drunk. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know. That, <laughs> I mean, that's, that's weird. Just, that's a little disappointing. But <laughs> yeah. the rest of stuff, I'm impressed. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> so they can go to pledge pledgemusic.com right. They can find you there. How else? Uh, when are you, when is the tours up? And when are you out on the road? Where do we catch the uh, show? The next thing that I'm doing uh, coming up, starting uh, early July, is I'm doing a, a a show which is new for me, where I'm doing a thing called uh, What's in a Name. So I'm going doing speaking engagements, uh, play a little guitar, but yep. I tell stories. You know, it's, Whoa, it's probably sounds familiar. Yeah, yeah. you know. Uh, Where, where's Where's this going to happen? Uh, there, uh, there's a, a venue called City Winery, and they have a few of them in different cities. So there's uh, New York, Chicago, Nashville, and Atlanta, these city wineries. And then there's a, another one in, uh, it's a different venue, but it's in Philadelphia at the Ardmore Music Hall. Uh, but in July, like 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11 are some of those early dates. And the one in Philadelphia is uh, uh, on the 20th of July. But I'm also... Uh, we're going to Germany to play a festival that is uh, dedicated just to my dad's music that's called Zappanale Uh, and we're going to headline that thing and then um, at the end of July I have my Dweezilla music camp and then a tour that starts directly after that so it's it's a busy time and then you know we get a, a little brief break and then we go back out uh, to Europe in in October. Any any shows so in busy. LA? Come we we just finished a tour in LA uh, um, maybe like a uh, month and a half ago. Right. So where, be, where do you play like, in LA mostly when you do a gig in LA? It depends. The last show we did was at the Fonda Theater in Hollywood, which is uh-huh. a pretty nice place. Have um, you ever played um well, I don't even know if anybody... Is House of Blues still going? It's you done. Play House of Blues I think that was done. We never it's played gone. that one. I think it's uh-huh. gone. Yeah. yeah. But that's gone? Yeah, they yeah. ripped it down. Yeah. 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 Um, wow. yeah. Jeez. But uh, we've played the Wiltern. We've played some different mm-hmm. theaters. I played at the Wiltern one time. Yeah. That was fun. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I think the... You know, uh, we've we've done a few shows like at the Roxy too because uh, I played the Roxy too. Yeah, the uh, Tribal Tech. Yeah, that was fun. My my dad has that famous album called yeah. The Roxy and Elsewhere. Yeah, and we played there forty years to the day that he played there. Isn't that cool? Oh, wow. yeah. I like the Roxy. It's a great yeah, place. It's, cool. it's really fun. Yeah, and isn't the Rainbow right next door? Yeah, to Rainbow. It? Yeah, because yeah. I remember I we played at the Roxy and then we went. 
uh, to the Rainbow after the gig, and Jeff Beck was there. Oh, really? It, yeah, it was great. It was really fun. That's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that's 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 some really serious Hollywood movie. Yeah. You know, that place has been there forever. Yeah, yeah. It's like, LA is a is a tough music town, though. I think you know uh, to get people out, especially to get people like uh, to to pay for tickets. You know, yeah, LA yeah. is like one it's of the hard. worst for. That's why everybody. I play for fifty people every yeah. time. I play at the Baked Potato. Yeah, you only need fifty people to. And now, the now I mean, the Baked Potato. I was there the other night to see somebody, and it blew my mind. It was like being in a Asian tourist. Like Disneyland <laughs> yeah, yeah, kind of yeah, thing. Yeah. No, no, there was like four or five of us music geeks. You know, yeah. mm-hmm. I think Larry Koontz was playing. So you know, the, the yeah. you know the guitar mafia was there. Sure, six students and yeah. three pros to hear it, <laughs> and the, and the rest of the place, which was full even on a Sunday night, was all these Asian tourists. I swear to God, but well, it was full. It's like the baked potato, potato has become their on yeah. their tour itinerary. Yeah. Right, it's, go to the well, baked potato. Well, I'm it's grateful the that they were LA. there because yeah, otherwise sure. it would have been a lot less full, and I'm sure yeah, those guys sure. had a better experience. That's why. Yeah. Pl- that's why I play both the baked financially potato like and once a yeah. year. Yeah, because otherwise, you know, if you play there more than two or three times a year, nobody, nobody. Sh- that's for me. Nobody shows up. But yeah. if you play there once or twice a year, it's packed for both shows. You make decent yeah. money, and it's fun. Yeah, but. I uh, I've been in there. I've never played a show there, but I know that my dad uh, at sound checks. If anybody was like bebopping out or like doing stuff that they weren't supposed to be doing, mm-hmm. you know, he would say any resemblance to the baked potato is purely a coincidence. You know? <laughs> uh, right. So he was like, "You shut this down right now." You know, we're going to be only working on what needs to be done. I here. remember when Wayne when Wayne Short Wayne Shorter said something really derogatory about Gary Willis because Gary Willis played in Wayne's band for a while yeah. and then I guess Wayne didn't call him for another tour and someone asked Wayne what happened to Gary Willis and Wayne said probably playing at the baked potato <laughs> <laughs> so so what does that mean everybody just plays too much what did it mean to you more derogatory what, yeah. what, did, what did you think it made, meant to Wayne because I think it meant something different to Frank than it meant to Wayne I, just oh, no, I, think, I think what it meant to Wayne was like you're a loser and you're playing at the baked potato okay so that's a place for losers what did it mean to Frank I think it meant that that's the place where you go to have some me time and play solo after solo after solo for like in the jazz thing which is exactly what I think the baked potato is supposed to be uh, for the most part it's the place to do some improvisation and and play some tunes but my dad didn't like when people uh, were noodling on stage you know he had a tight sound check he would you know like he ran the sound check we're gonna play these songs you don't get to noodle, you know, so it's like, you, know, you do that at the baked potato. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Now, and, I, yeah, and don't play musically at the baked potato, just yeah. noodle. <laughs> yeah. Now, I, see, I see videos of your dad popping up all the time, especially, uh, and there's so much that he said that is so relevant now. It's yeah. just like Oh my ridiculous. God, yeah, the, from the political standpoint. Yeah. Oh my Your God, dad was man. so ahead of his and time. And cultural oh and social. God. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. on all yeah. points. He was just yeah, like, like he was. It was amazing. like George Carlin. Yeah. Yeah. You know, where you look at old George Carlin, he's saying stuff that's so relevant right now, and so did your yeah. dad said a lot of stuff that was like it's, really It's incredible. crazy. I mean, there's... Uh, I remember um, there was something that came up recently where he was making a big deal out of this quote from Reagan. Uh, that uh, he's, Reagan said, facts are stupid things. 
<laughs> and so, you know, this is I'm like sure the, the middle 80s or, you know, yeah, like early, right. early 80s. But, you know, now with fake news yeah. and like no facts like uh, to support anything, you can just, people think you can just say whatever you want and if you believe it, then it's it, real. And if yeah. you say it enough, you know? everybody will believe yeah. it. Yeah, and yeah. so, uh, but it's, you know, it's that, that kind of thing where... Um, he was kind of like the the rock and roll Nostradamus, you know. With, like, oh, he was just had had this uh, this ability to prognosticate uh, and, and to piss see. people off. Yeah, but you know, I mean, uh, he he certainly would be one of the best uh, people to to be, you know, giving perspective in in the political climate now. Oh, uh, I would I would love to hear what he would have oh, to say. You now, know what? If, if he could handle it, I mean, he probably it's just too stupid. It's, it yeah. was stupid enough back then. Yeah, it would now probably, it's so if he wasn't dead already, it would probably have killed him. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty crazy. He yeah. was, you know, before he got really ill, he was going to run for president, you know. Wow. Uh, wow which would have been pretty, yeah. pretty wild. <laughs>
boy, how awesome. much better off we'd have been. <laughs> right? Wow. right? Crazy madness. Wow, man. Man, um, I, I got to thank you so much crazy. for coming by, man. Sure, I mean, thanks. That's, we really enjoyed it. Really, really appreciate had a, it. Really, really had a fun for yeah, me. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. Really it. So and much. anytime you want us to, to promote anything you're doing, just yell out and we'll, sure. we'll, we'll put we it out there. We've got about five listeners. Yeah. yeah, that'd be yeah, great. Five or six, maybe six to six. Yeah, six right. Right. he's not gonna listen. Yeah, I'll check it out. Yeah, I'll, I'll add to the list. But uh, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I think in the world of of music, and you know, since you guys do a lot of teaching, and I'm doing a little bit of that too, it's like I, I, I like to at least have some place where people can get some information that like keeps them inspired to get something going mm-hmm. to to be as good as it can be like you know there's just too much that focuses on some of the wrong stuff you know like uh, like music is so uh, it's uh, to me the most uh, magical of the arts you know I mean it's it's just you know it's so uh, it's the only thing that attaches to your emotions you know it's like it's got something that nothing else has and uh, and it needs to be kept up and people need to like uh, appreciate it more but uh, but also i really think that we need to keep reminding people that just because you're playing music doesn't mean you're an artist yeah you're making sound on a on on an instrument you're a musician yeah you know art being an artist there's a responsibility to that to shine light on things to make people feel things to bring your perspective to to ultimately yeah. change the world through sound in some small way or big way and not just to manipulate the technology of the guitar. Yeah, or just to say, hey, I, I, I'm going to use uh, this as an avenue to, you know, just attain fame, you know, it's like... Well, it's <laughs> good like, luck with that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, a, that's a hard one because, I mean, being in a music school, you know I teach at MI yeah. and... and, and now, I'm not going to say anything bad about the school because it's it's a great school. I mean, there's a lot of really good teachers there. And no matter what level you're on, you can find somebody to learn from there. But on the other side of that, on the negative side, you know, most of the music schools these days have not Bruce's school because Bruce's school is for pretty much advanced students, yeah. you know, USC and some of the other high-level schools like that. But we're a school where you can basically buy a guitar on Monday and go to the school on Tuesday. Yeah. So, so those guys, that, that, that they fall into that category where they are, a lot of them are actually going to the school because they fall into the same level of people sitting on the couch watching an ad for DeVry or yeah. truck driving school or dental assistant. Yeah. And they're going like, hmm. Well, let's see. Dental assistant, or should I be a musician? I think musician <laughs> sounds like more fun. Yeah. Of course, until they find you out how much later. work is involved. Yeah. yeah. And and that just as much work, if not more work, goes into that. You know, being a musician than being anything. And then they get they they go for a week and drop out, or they go to exactly what your Bruce was talking about, just being famous. Yeah. You know, like they, they think that if they pick up a guitar and they look cool enough, eventually somebody will discover them and they'll be a famous singer-songwriter, yeah. musician like the guys they see on TV. Yeah. You know, and there's less and less people that, that come into that environment for the right reason, to yeah. really learn how to be a great player and artist and really add something to the to the art form. But that's the whole tradition that needs to really be, you know, 
focused on for for people yeah. to to yeah. have that music appreciation and understanding of, of what came before because you know like we may be the last generation that can actually do that <laughs> yeah, <you're laughs> you know like, sadly it, that's true you know it, it's like well, uh, there's a lot of guitar players that come into our school if you ask them who Jimi hendrix is they don't know yeah i they mean don't know imagine who Jeff Beck is. imagine they don't that. Know. so, so imagine the people yeah. that i know about <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, like, so, yeah right yeah. so they don't know these people they're just mm -hmm. brand new to guitar and yeah. and they come in there thinking well i i honestly don't know what they're thinking because I'm not a classroom teacher I'm yeah. just an open counselor yeah. so the only guys that come into my room are the guys that really are learn more interested yeah. in learn really learning yeah. so I don't have to deal with the just raw beginner that comes in who just bought a guitar for 50 bucks at Guitar Center yeah but and I don't know what they're thinking and I sometimes I, I just like to pick their brains and say well what do you what do you imagine yourself doing in 10 years after you went to this school and and do you think you're really going to be serious enough to stick with it for the rest of your life and really become a musician or well or that, do you think that's the challenge too is because what are you going to say to them you know like because i go to school of rock uh things sometimes you know mm -hmm. and, and it's kids that are anywhere from seven to 17 you know mm -hmm. and and one of the things that they do at, at school of rocks is they they have a zappa um final where they have to learn some of my dad's songs and mm -hmm. and uh so I've I've gone to some of them, you know, and see their uh, see how they go, and, and I've sat in and played with them, and uh, you know I love that they're they're giving it their best shot. And sometimes they try stuff that's way too complicated for them to to do, and they and they don't have the experience or anything. But like it's uh, stuff that I would have been petrified to attempt, you know. But that's because you know it's my dad, and he would have been like that's not good you know <laughs> but the i i feel myself compelled to give them real uh uh strong uh evaluations that you know are realistic and when they ask me about stuff they're typically asking like well how do i do the social media and what how do i get out there and, you know and it's like how do i network yeah, yeah, myself? and you're 13 years old right? yeah and they're, they're asking about networking and and usually when i say uh you know i say listen you know the first thing i'm going to tell you you'll probably never remember any of this is like make sure that there's no air of desperation in your networking you know it's like <laughs> nobody's gonna be interested if you oversell what you do like or how like, about learn how to do something good before you network yeah yeah <laughs> that but, might be an idea yeah, yeah i mean yeah the one yeah i hate those questions too yeah i mean what i did just recently did a clinic well it seems like recent probably two years ago <laughs> you get old that happens to you um and the, and the first question how do you like make it in jazz <laughs> <laughs> now, now, first of all I never oh, thought of myself of having made it in jazz but, <laughs> but I just looked at him and I said be a badass yeah that's pretty much be it be a badass I said if you're such a badass everybody's going to want you on their project they're going to want to be with you on your project everything will be fine Steve Martin says the yeah. same thing be a badass right. Just be a badass, and whatever that means to you, yeah. that's what you have to figure out. Yeah. I'm not saying be an asshole. I said yeah. be a badass. Yeah. Figure out what that means to you, attain it, everything yeah. will be fine. It's like they, that joke mm -hmm. make, that they make in New York, how do you get to Carnegie Hall? Yeah, practice. Where you just go down 57 oh. and make a left. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. man I, when I was a little kid playing classical piano, God, I... If I had a dollar for every time I've been told that joke, I'd practice, <laughs> practice, practice, practice. And then I'd invest it in Amazon or Apple. Yeah. Shit. Right. 
Anyways. <laughs> well, anyway, man. I mean, well, I'll let you go. I got a million more thanks questions. Thanks so Just much back for another time. coming, man. It yeah, you guys come back to yeah. For sure, man. Let's we do it. Really enjoyed it, mate. Really thanks. great. Big thanks to your missus, uh, Megan, for helping us out, setting it all up. Sure. And, thanks. Yeah, awesome. Oh, he's got an agent. Nobody else on the show's ever had an agent, man. He's got an agent. <laughs> That's awesome. I've got a secret yeah. agent. <laughs> secret agent. Awesome. All right. Nice. Well, guitar All right, is out. Well, All right. Woo. We'll have to do some playing, actually, sometime. You know? That would be lovely. You know, yeah. so I've got a one-man show that I'm doing that I tell the story. It's called The Red Guitar, and it's yep. like it's based on the red shoes and the red violin, which mm -hmm. is sort of metaphor for how the music like, takes over your life. Mm -hmm. That Roach Motel shit. Yeah. They check in, but they don't check out. Yeah. And I just kind of tell the story of what it's like to be a musician in life and music and kind of be possessed by the demon of sound you know what i yeah. mean and i tell a story while i'm playing well that's cool it's a cool thing i'd love you to see it but i mean i yeah. was thinking you know when you and you know you're doing your talk and yeah you're mine, mine's a little bit different because it's partially motivated to uh get more people to know about the pledge thing and, and stuff to still get, but still it's a new, it's like a one minute show you're doing basically yeah i'm not really up there like playing the whole time yeah. you know like there's uh in some cases there'll be a moderator so they'll ask me some questions uh, and we do like a q a with the audience uh, okay. you know and it's kind of like uh, i do you know i will play and i will uh talk about some stuff but it's it's uh it's really just designed to like because even like when I do my camp um, there are people that will come to that that don't play an instrument that just want to come and be in the room and ask me questions right. you know and so it's like well if you're paying the money you're welcome to be here you know? that, that's, like, that's all ages right yeah it's, and, and, and we've done it before where it's all instruments uh, where I'll have all my band teach and then we I've done it when it's all guitar this year we went back to all instruments again and um you know, kind of have some fun with it. It's like a little bit of a warm-up thing before we do our um, tour. But you know, it's uh, you got to be creative with like keeping people employed. Uh, you know, like my band. Uh, turn that off. Oh, I just. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. If, if my band, if there's too much time that goes in between, the people are going to pick up other gigs or whatever, right. and then it's like. Because yeah. I don't, I can't keep them on retainer. I right. just have to keep enough work going that you know. That they'll do it. Yeah. And they, they, uh, you know, occasionally there'll be people that kind of get some idea that uh, they have some more intrinsic value than they do, you know, and they'll try to get some like you know, they'll try to you know strong arm some things, and, and then it's like actually I could replace you. Like there's probably like five people I could replace you with, you know, right? And so my dad had that all the time, you know, and it, it's. Musicians that get complacent with with stuff, especially if there's a, a gig that this pays decent money. This gig, you know, and like you're, it's it's rare that anybody can be a musician and say, yeah, I'm employed like full time. You know, I have uh, rehearsals and uh, and you know, there's six months of of touring that that I offer these people. You know, so if they start getting complacent, it's like. Really? Well, you know, <laughs> yeah, you know what they I mean, say. You know, okay. you know how to make yeah, a musician good complain. Yeah, it's good for you too. Yeah. No, I, I will change. I yeah. will, but, but you know, it, it is funny. And it's me. understandable. You know, guy, they got the book. You know, da, 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 they're getting tired of it. You know, I mean, it, a lot of things yeah. feed into that. Yeah, but, but, and it happened with my dad a lot. Uh, but what, what would you know? People would inevitably think, oh, now it's time for star time. You know, right. like I've done the, I've been in this gig. 
and then they go on to nothing. Right. You know, and yeah. so we've had it a few times with people in the band who, you know, had to come team. back. Well, then they, they regret their yeah. their stuff. But, you know, like, the, people just do dumb stuff sometimes. Like, there was uh, a guy that was constantly complaining, you know, every time we went to Europe, you know, it's like, oh, they have the worst food. Oh, they, they don't oh, have Jesus. ice. It's like, you couldn't be any more wrong about Th that's like, that was what I was just gonna say yeah. how, how do you how do you uh, get a musician to complain give, give him a job yeah <laughs> how can you tell he's complaining yeah, right. yeah. his lips are moving yeah right, right. yeah yeah it's yeah. I, I have worked with some of those kind of guys and you just go are you kidding do you know how many people are waiting in line to play this gig and it's one of the few yeah. Jazz fusion yeah, gigs left where you can make some money. Time. You don't you want know? to just say, "Hey, it's look, like, come I, you on. know, you don't want to be like some Republican asshole." Look, I could get fifty buddies, fifty people to replace you. That's fucking asshole shit mm -hmm. too. Yeah, you know, but you're grateful they're doing it. But at the same time, I'm doing you a favor. Can't you at least be gracious too? Yeah, know? I mean, I it goes I, both ways. It goes, it. You know, I I'll put up with it to a certain extent, and then then it becomes all right time to get somebody else it's just like yeah. a relationship when yeah. a woman goes more trouble than she's worth you yeah move on. That's, that's pretty much it <laughs> really yeah. women when the good <laughs> when the good outweighs the bad i mean the okay, bad outweighs the guys, good yeah yeah and if i get you to sign the the guitar wink kelly and even guitar wank picks. Oh, nice. Oh, shit. I just ate a huge big dinner and you're gonna just fuck me this time. Okay, just do it. I'm holding my stomach. Let me hold your stomach. Your stomach in. Ready? Yeah.
going to be here. Oh. And it's actually one <laughs> we're of... We're going to have a guest, but we're not going to be here. <laughs> yeah, the guest is we've been fired. <laughs> no, this is the... the it's going to be this other two jazz guitar yeah, right, players. Right, 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 I, yeah. No, I didn't They're mean They're really it, fun. I didn't mean it like that. I mean... <laughs> come sure out you, you guys aren't going to be here. We're yeah, gonna you guys aren't going to be here. So no, you're going to interview Troy. I'm, I'm starting a whole new show. <laughs> whole no, new. I meant to say, we, I want to have... It's one of your ex-students. Who's that? Shane. Oh, Shane. Therio. How yeah. do you say his last name? I think it's pronounced Therio. Therio. I think so. So he plays with Hall and Oates, and he's yeah, the yeah, musical yeah. director for, um, for uh, Daryl's House. Daryl's House, right, right, The right. show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's he's going to be in LA. Um, but I'm going to be gone. I already wrote him and told him I won't be here. Oh, he'll be here until the 30th. I'm gone. Oh, you fuckers. Yeah, I'm gone. Are you here? I don't think I, mean, he I don't wrote know when. me and he told me that he was coming to town then and I told him that I'm on the road until August 5th. So. I had no idea he was one of your students yeah. until he yeah. told me. So he's a get, good player. Yeah, he's yeah. great. He's um he's out with Hall of Notes. Mm-hmm. I saw his gig premiere thing on online mm-hmm. and um, seems like a great cat and uh well I don't know, I guess I'll just interview just him. Just interview him and put it up as extra. Yeah, I'll put it up as guitar break extra or whatever. But um mm-hmm. I thought that was cool. So yeah, and we also got, yeah, we did get a, <laughs> I got that email from... From uh, Michael. F- yeah, it is Michael, We called him Mark. Mark. <laughs> sorry, Michael. Like, sorry, now Michael. I'm on the podcast apologizing for the second time, because I already apologized you know what, in an I, email. He did give us big sloppy kisses, though, but... Um, yeah, he did. He did, and he, he just talked... And thank you, Michael, for your explanation about it was what we were talking about. For the listeners, he was... Uh, we had a conversation said, about you. Um, this all come up because you said you were mad that a lot of these magazines yes. don't give bad reviews to to gear right. like they do in computer magazines. Right. And he gave a very good explanation that if they they get a piece of gear that they don't think is worthy, you know, they don't like it, they just send it back and don't review it. And they'd rather say nice things about gear they like than not say nice things about. And I totally respect that. That's, that's fine. That's you know, what whatever. You guys say. That's, we do the same thing here. We don't but, say too many bad things about people except for sound men <laughs> and drummers. So that was really good. And, and Michael also said he was going to do a big story on Guitar Wank in Guitar Player magazine. For no. Us. Really? Well, I just added that in. Yeah, right. Oh, sure. okay. So he didn't <laughs> say that. You <laughs> said that. Come on, Michael. Get us on the... We should be on the front page of Guitar Player Oh, yeah. We're going right? to put us on the cover. Yeah. Why wouldn't, yeah. why wouldn't uh, they put us on the cover? Because they've no. seen us. Because they want to sell magazines. That's yeah. why. I'm, I'm saying us. Because, you know, I'm saying us. Oh, so you. Is uh, me as well. Yeah. yeah. I, I used to collect every Guitar Player magazine yeah. back in the day. And Guitar Player and Guitar World. I had, I think, every copy for like five There was years. another thing I sent you. What did you send Which me? was a quote from a guy named Dave on... on uh, Facebook that okay. I saw, and this is the quote. What's the quote? I like jazz, but I could never play it. You just sit there with a guitar the size of a Chevy on your chest, wearing a stupid hat, playing the same solo for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> that pretty much sums it, it up, doesn't up it? Jazz. <laughs> yeah. Just thought I'd share that. That's that beautiful. Sums it up. That's very I, nice. We had a great email. That's like the guy that sat next to Jeff Berlin and said, "What did What do you do for a living?" And Jeff said, "I'm a bass player." And the guy went, "Oh yeah, bass." Boom, 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 <laughs> boom, boom. <laughs> I love that. Um, That's awesome. You know, we've got fans in India. 
Well, of course, you've toured well, there. Well, but that's all the time. That's yeah. why. Um, this is from Nick. And uh, he was just like, he just wanted to say a big thanks. He loves the show. Has he got That's a all? Come on, man. No. I yeah, hope he was at what? our last show in uh, Bangla ba Bangalore Bang because uh, it was one of our best shows it was on Maybe the tour. It was a really good show in Bangalore. It was really fun. We played at the Blue Frog. And that Blue place Frog? sounds amazing. It was a great sounding club. It had a lot of fun there. It's got a lot of, a lot of hop there, right? Yeah, it was, was good. It was, was you know, we usually play in Mumbai at this huge auditorium, and it's not the best sounding auditorium. And this time we played at a smaller club and had a lot more fun. It's just more intimate, you know, just just a better vibe to play in. It was well, fun. Well, Nick Nick wrote us, and he said he just donated to Guitar Wayne. Wow. Oh, man. Speaking of donations, hope it was some chicken tikka. Derek <laughs> Derek Allwart. Oh, Derek. Oh came through God. with so far the biggest one yet. One million dollars. Was it a million? No, uh, it was a million lira. <laughs> it was a million rupees. Uh, but it was quite quite bigger than everybody else out there. And he says that if somebody gives more than him, that he will match it and double he, it. He will Triple beat it out. Wow. wow. So there we go. It's almost like. Um, a phone-a-thon. Yeah, right. I mean, you know, send Troy to college. Just like Jimmy Swagger. Yeah, it's Jerry's kids. <laughs> We're doing the Jerry Lewis phone. Yeah, Peter Troy's, Troy's, ki Troy's kids. We should send them Miracle Spring Water like Peter Popoff does. Yeah. Anyway, Nick just said he loves I the I just shows. got a check for $60,000, and I want to thank you, Peter Popoff. You know, you know what he says here, which I think is really important for everyone to listen? Okay. I want to take a moment to, to appreciate Troy. His persistence, effort, charm, and self-deprecating <laughs> self humor <laughs> is what makes the show one of the best there is. Oh, right. I would agree with that. Thanks. I would agree also too. his ability to mispronounce names. I agree, bitch. <laughs> and he also says... Please feel free to talk more about your projects, Troy, and your life. Yes, You're Troy. important, too. Okay. <laughs> well, okay. I disagree okay. with that. <laughs> no, no. Let's, Troy made all that up. But go ahead, Troy. No, talk about your projects that. and your life. He said, Troy, I get the sense you underrate yourself in the presence of these legit monsters. <laughs> no, you're legit. just making all this shit up. <laughs> no. But, but, Troy, I want you to talk about yourself since you've mentioned it. Come on, tell no, us I what got, you're doing. I've been sick for the last week. I went to Disneyland and... I haven't played guitar for a week. Did I've you been... tell everybody about your motorcycle accident? We've the talked air. about We've the motorcycle about... accident. Yeah, so we have. Hey, you hey, look hey, like he's, you're okay he's now. He's all you better look now. Like you're all better. I'm all right. I'm still got the Jim Kelly amp. You know, we talked about that. Um, uh, we talked about that with your friend in 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 Sweden. Oh, oof. we talked about you. Okay. You oh, know good. about how that you're lucky to be alive, you <laughs> idiot. <laughs> Clearly, I'm lucky to be alive. <laughs> and so now, musically, now, and I haven't been doing a lot. How do you like the Jim Kelly amp? I fucking love the Jim Kelly. It's amp. not now. What do you think about? I'm not trying to, you know, like you know, say one's bad and one's good. But <clears throat> how did it compare to the Badger? Completely different the, thing, right? Completely different thing. The Badger had um, the thing I love about the Jim Kelly. Like, if you want a foundation to start off with, to build on, mm -hmm. it's like one of the best foundations I think you can really? start with. And I can't believe how loud the thing is. Yeah, I know they're super uh, loud. It's. Yeah. Even on half volume, but it's just, it is a beautiful amp. It's a really great amp, isn't really it? Really beautiful I think, amp. I think they're great, man. Yeah. I love them. i got to say, I'm, I'm, I'm very, like... I'm careful. not even absolutely sure 
what style of amp it is, if it's an AB amp or if it's an A amp, I, I really have no idea, but I just know that it's, it just sounds great. When I heard one at John's, I tried it, and I was like, wow, man, this well, thing is John's Well, John's still awesome. got my old brick, and he, we haven't yeah. talked, so I'm just... Well, actually, I'm I hate to tell quiet. you this, but he wants it back. Oh, he does want it back? Yeah. Oh, fuck. He said he, he wants, he said he wants it back. So to tell you that he wants it oh, back. So sorry. <laughs> sorry oh, to man. You were hoping it like would fall off. I was like, I was hoping he'd forget you know, about it. Maybe they just, they're going to keep the old brick and I'll just keep the Jim Kelly. Yeah, and they no. haven't, yeah. I just talked to John just the other day and Did? he said, if you see Troy, could you tell him that I kind of need that amp back? Oh. And I was like, don't. <laughs> what? He's not selling. I mean, if they're not selling electric guitars, they're not selling amps. <laughs> right. What well, I'm going to say, I really appreciate them being so <laughs> what does patient he need, with me. What does he need it for? <clears throat> it's, a, it's an amazing amp. The badger sounded great. But what was the other amp? That, the Hedgehog. I really want to try that too. Well, that's a completely different thing. I think, and I don't, I don't think John would get mad at me for saying this, but I think that's more of a dumbly type of amp. What the the hedgehog? Well, I'm just and, I'm trying. I, I just don't know. I don't really pants. remember what it sounded like because right. I haven't played for one in years. But but um, that has like all kinds of switching capabilities yeah. on it. I you know, you I can has a I'm lot just, of channels. Before I spend the money, I want to try as many different amps as possible at the moment. Mm -hmm. uh, but this one is a hard one to give back, John. Yeah. I'll get it back to you. Thanks, mate. I really appreciate it. That was cool. really cool. Um, all right, we uh, we have a couple of questions here for uh, shoot. Okay, um, this is from Patrick, and uh, he, he's just curious. Uh, <laughs> let me get this straight. Tone <laughs> is all in the fingers. It's not about the gear. But a different battery will make your tone sound like shit. Well, What's that's going on? actually true. It sounds like I mean, he's talking to you. Are you Scott. just trying to project the mystery tone formula? What's going on? What's no, I mean it's true. It's just like yeah, of course the tone is in your fingers, and if you don't have good tune, tone in your fingers, you're not going to get tone out of a good piece of gear. Period. Right. But there are things that even if you do have good tone in your fingers, it will definitely fuck you up. I mean. Even Mike Landau, if you plug him into the worst amp in the world, it's not going to sound good because even guys with great tone in their hands can't overcome certain obstacles. And if you put, you know, you put a horrible piece of gear that just doesn't have the capability to sound good in anyone's hands, you're going to have a, it's not going to sound good. And a battery, try putting an alkaline battery in a fuzz tone, the thing won't even work. It won't even come on. It'll just fizz and make all kinds of crappy noise. And yeah, if you think that's good tone, give it a shot. <laughs> but isn't it, I know um, some companies will make where you can dial the battery down, so it sounds like the battery's running out because some pedals. Well, I haven't seen. I haven't seen those, but I guess anything's possible. Yeah, some, anyway. Yeah, Al alkaline batteries are just alkaline batteries are okay in like a chorus pedal or something probably, but if you put them in certain distortion pedals, the distortion pedal really sounds terrible. Like it just isn't made to accept that kind of nine volt power because right. alkaline batteries discharge their power in a completely different way than carbon batteries. Right. And the and the units just aren't made to receive the power the way an alkaline battery delivers it. So carbon's better so, for those kind of Well yeah, pedals. for some pedals like So like, like Duracell's and, bad or Duracell's Yeah, like, well a Duracell is usually an alkaline battery. So that would be and so would ever so would the yeah. ever ready bunny, right? I think yeah. 
Yeah. So what where what batteries do you use then? Well, carbon batteries, the cheapies, the like cheap the little, guys. you know, the the kind that you get it for a dollar at the 99 cent store. They have like usually a like yeah. the Everettis have a 9 with a cat jumping through yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> Those yeah. Those old black ones. Yeah. I get them at the 99 cent store for a dollar a piece and buy 30 or 50 at You're a getting time. ripped off. They should be 99 cents. <laughs> yeah, they should. <laughs> I think it's tax. <laughs> there you go. I know, that's a rip-off, isn't it? Right. I'm paying like a penny extra battery. God damn it. Well, this, this one... <coughs> excuse me. This one's from Patrick Healy. I hope I cleared that up yeah, for the guy. Tone is in your fingers, but it, uh, batteries help. But it's also in your batteries. <laughs> yeah, it's also in your batteries. It's also in your balls. <laughs> in your balls. <laughs> yeah, don't forget your balls. It's also in your and if, you're a, if you're a female, it's in your balls too. Yeah, it's saying. in your balls too. Um, he's Jeez. asking, he recently had a shitty experience as a customer... In a music store. <laughs> I really <laughs> smells like one of those right really? I like Gee, this commercial. I like, I like the way it's already. starting. Yeah. Right? You like I like the way it's yeah, started. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I feel like we're a um, can I just self this is, show. This is like L.L. Bean or something. Before, before he even reads the letter, can I just say one thing? Yeah. I went to a guitar center. I went to the guitar center in Hollywood. This is what and I wanted to try an amp, and I just plugged into it, and I just turned it up just a little bit, and this guy yells, "Hey, buddy, you got to keep it down." <laughs> <laughs> So I know how this guy feels already. Well, that's what he's asking. He's like, he said, really snobby employee treated me like I knew nothing. Do you guys have any stories about stuck-up employees and shops sizing you up and treating you like garbage? I'm sure, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, sure. But it must feel good to go into these stores and they're giving you this bullshit and then you pick up the guitar and you're like, hey, motherfucker, I can play. They don't even notice. (laughs) <laughs> I don't think don't. they really even notice, but if you tell them things that they don't know, that was that's what impresses them. Right. Like when you, it's not you're playing that they're impressed by. They couldn't care less. But but if you tell them something that they don't know about a product, and they go. Like you know, where they they give you a wrong fact and then you correct them and go. If you look in the computer, you'll see that it's not called a this; it's called a that. And then right. they do it and they go, "Oh, sorry, dude. Yeah, like oh, you were right, dude." Because yeah, they all call you fucking dude. dude. Everyone, you know, the, everybody that works in a guitar center has to use the word dude. It's just a it's a rule, oh. right? <laughs> you can't work there unless Yeah, but you know, I mean, it's funny how bad customer service. I mean, what do these people think they're there to do? I mean, they're there to sell you whatever you want for as much as they can get out of you. Right. That's what that's where their job is, you know, and somehow along the way, like sound men, certain <laughs> sound men, they right. got the idea that they were like the important ones in this. Like, I got the dough, I'm coming in here to buy something. I think you just need to kind of, you know, just blow smoke up my ass until you get the money out of my pocket, and then you can say bad shit about me behind my back. You know, that's, that's just, I mean, that, I mean, it only makes sense. You, I mean, you know, if you're in business, whatever the fuck you're doing, come on, be nice until you get their money. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then when they're gone, then you be an asshole, you yeah. know? It's just, it's just, I feel sorry. For, I'm sorry this guy had a bad experience in a music store because, you know, particularly music stores right now, I mean, it's like you, you and that amp at Guitar Center. You could just buy that amp. They'd send it to your house. If you don't like it, you send it back. You yeah. get your money back. Yeah. I mean, that's, these guys are not going to have a job anyways. 
You know, so they ought to, you know, figure, well, at least I can make a commission or whatever off this guy if I'm just nice to him and let him do whatever he wants. You know, it's like... I would th- I would think more, more players and, and people that play and know a lot about their instrument are going to people like John Sir and the Bogners and, and custom people because if you do go to Guitar Center, it's such a shitty experience and they're so fucking horrible. Their salespeople are horrible. They take... They need every piece of your life just to check out takes forever it's so fucking annoying it's loud as shit i mean it's a horrible experience no wonder the fuckers are going out of business because they can't run a decent business they're horrible yeah i'd have to okay you're talking about a lot of things and i think i'm going to suggest because i know the people i'm going to suggest you take over as ceo oh fuck that yeah no but you know (laughs) troy i have to say there's part there's some things I disagree with what you just said, but mostly I'd have to agree because it is it isn't a pleasant experience. Where Sweetwater they will bend over backwards. They will. They'll they call will you, really, but they call yeah. you like while you're having sex. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they call you they send you emails I don't know how they know. in the morning. Yeah. They they do. Sweetwater, like they they send you like twenty emails a week, like, Hey, how's it going? How was your bath last night? Yeah, right, right. Was it good? It's like how I'm like worried like those headphones I bought must have some microphone in them because I always know. Yeah. Yeah, I always pick the wrong time to like, call. It's yeah. like, dude, I'm just yeah. about to get they, finished they, here. They send me a... Oh, uh, I'm uh, just setting up for the gig and they call me. I'm they, just like, you know... Yeah, they the send toll, me, at the toll booth. They, they send me a letter and says, hey, you bought a tuner from us like five years ago. How's that working out? Is it still, do, you know, still Are you running still playing out of tune? I'm a bad old world made me the man He says I'm mean working but I'm meaner at home